Hello, Siobhan Hunt here, host of Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized parenting podcast. I'm taking a break over the summer holidays, returning on January 10 with more great interviews. In the meantime, I've selected some of my favourite interviews of 2021 for you to enjoy. I chose this next one because it's something you don't hear a lot about, but it's a common enough experience for new mums. Postnatal rage. Let's have a listen. Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. When we talk about the emotions that arrive when you have a new baby, there are a few that are most commonly mentioned, joy, fear, anxiety, and even depression. But you don't often hear about rage. Nicole Hyatt is the founder and executive director of COPE, an organization that provides support for the emotional challenges that can come with parenting. She says that postnatal rage is a thing and it's something we need to talk about. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Hi. Good, thank you. Rage is defined, if you Google it on the webs, uh, as violent, uncontrollable anger how would you separate it from your run-of-the-mill anger? How would you know that you're feeling rage and not just your usual annoyance at something? Um, first of all, I'd say it's partly related to the intensity of the feelings. So it's rather than just being a bit of annoyed or miffed about something, um, it's, it's much more likely to be more extreme or more intense and almost take over your body and leading to behaviours like, um, yelling and screaming or wanting to punch and hit because it's a much more intense emotion. And it can often also just be there sitting there at, all the time. So rather than being initiated by an event or something going wrong or something happening to annoy you, it's sort of there bubbling under the surface all the time. But really, largely, it's about that intensity of reaction and an emotion that you might be experiencing, which can be overwhelming and overtake your body and your emotions. Now, you're calling this postnatal rage. Is there a specific time after childbirth that this seems to occur? Uh, well, like most mental health problems that occur, we know that the postpartum period, so this is the period between technically we say four weeks up to one year postpartum, so one year after up to the baby's first birthday, this is a time when we know that it is a particularly emotional time and it can lead to a range of different emotional and mental health issues. Uh, so this would be the most likely time and it's, it really corresponds with the highest levels of changes and adjustments uh, that are going on in that first year. Of course, postnatal rage like postnatal depression or anxiety can arise earlier or at any other time and often might even um, arise in pregnancy but isn't often identified because it's put down to other things or particularly with rage, the person hides and doesn't talk about how they're feeling for fear of how they might be judged by other people. So it's often kept quiet. So what are the flow-on effects of this emotion for, let's say, the mum in particular? So really it um, can impact on all areas of functioning in everyday life. Obviously your whole disposition and your outlook, if you're feeling that constant anger and rage, it's going to affect, impact on how you feel and how you live your life and how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis. It will likely cause you to seemingly overreact 
uh, to very small things. And we know that motherhood comes with many, many daily challenges, some bigger than others, some small, but those tiny little things that we just sort of absorb and take on and, and, and adjust to can be insurmountable and really take over. So, you know, a child who's crying or missing, you know, a child waking earlier and you're not getting your sleep, cleaning up after a child has just thrown something on the ground, all these things when you've got that underlying feeling of rage can just tip you over the edge and lead to the outburst. So, you know, it's really um, a time of life when we know there's lots of challenges. There's It's not about putting yourself first. It's everyone else's needs are being met. And if that ongoing feeling of depletion, um, it can lead obviously to reactions of feeling frustrated and angry that you're in this position and as a result feeling those experiences of rage. So when I was thinking about this, I couldn't help thinking, isn't rage a natural response when, you know, you listed those things that new mums can be going through, um, particularly if they're lacking enough support, you know, if their partner's not chipping in and they're all of a sudden finding themselves having to manage everything on their own. I would have thought that was actually a really legitimate emotion to feel, uh, I mean, does that make sense to you? It, rather than a condition, it feels like actually I would be pretty outraged as well if I was dealing with all of those things on my own and my life had flipped upside down. It would feel quite a natural reaction to that situation. Look, absolutely. And I think it's important here that we differentiate that postpartum rage is not a mental health condition like anxiety or depression is. It is a particular emotion it can actually be a symptom of depression particularly. Often, though, it's not what we think in terms of textbooks about what someone with depression, how they might present. We often think of feeling sad or down or withdrawn or lacking energy, but rage actually can be a symptom of depression. So I think it's important to recognise here that it's not actually a mental health condition. It is an emotion. And yes, to some degree, an, um, you know, an amount of rage given, given the depletion and all the other constantly giving and not getting anything in return, it is understandable. However, if it gets, is getting to the point that it's really starting to impact on your ability to function from today, today, it's impacting on your relationships. Now, that could be with your partner, it could be family and friends, it could be your relationship with your baby. If it's getting to that point that it's really impacting um, on your day-to-day experiences and your relationships, it's obviously something that needs addressing. And, you know, there, there are lots of very helpful techniques and strategies, starting right with, you know, looking at situations when you find yourself getting particularly angry and feeling that overwhelming feeling of anger and rage. What are the things that are leading you to experience that feeling? And, And that will give you in itself some idea of what might be underlying this? Is it the feeling that you're not being appreciated, that you're not being recognised? Is it because you just don't get a break? Is it other factors? So it is really a, an opportunity, I suppose, to look at, at times when you are experiencing that rage and look at what might be sitting behind it. And you have other strategies um, in terms of how people can cope with this feeling. What are some other ways we can manage that rage? Well, first of all, it's um, I think recognising it and it's it's not something that's like openly spoken about and also, you know, people uh, women often describe mothers particularly, this is supposed to be such a wonderful time of your life and you're supposed to be feeling all these wonderful, loving feelings towards your child. So there is like its own stigma there that how can I say how I'm really feeling 
So one of the first things that parents need to do is talk openly about what they're experiencing and feel okay and acknowledge that it is it is common. It could be as common as postnatal depression, for example, affecting one in seven people. Just putting it out there and having it validated that this is real and it's understandable. Other things you can do to really counteract the physiological feelings of rage. So like anxiety, for example, it can lead to physical feelings where your body's very uptight and tense, uh, you have worrying thoughts. In the same way, rage can have an overwhelming impact on your body. It would, you know, holding that aggression and anger. Um, so physical things that you can do like deep breathing, deep muscle relaxation to really counter-impact um, or counter-effect what the physiological things that rage is doing to your body to have an opposite effect. So just simple things like slowing down your breathing, breathing in and out, at regular intervals to manage the level of oxygen coming in and carbon dioxide going out, that in itself will help to calm the body and get it back into a more relaxed state. But often when we're feeling rage, um, we're obviously focusing on what is making us so angry. We're ruminating or fixed in that thinking. And that, of course, perpetuates further feelings of um, that anger within your body, within your muscles, the tightening of the muscles, and then in itself reinforces then the way that you feel about and validates whatever it is you're thinking. So it's about taking that step back, focusing on those physiological things, your breathing, and then looking at the situation and what might be contributing to this. And maybe seeing a a therapist or a counsellor might help get some perspective too. Yes, certainly if you're feeling like this is something that you're finding difficult to bring it under control, working with a therapist can be really helpful in terms of helping you to put it up there, have it acknowledged, but also then work together in terms of identifying what what might be underlying or what might be causing this. It might be, you know, feelings from your childhood, it could be feelings of jealousy, it could be feelings of not being appreciated. And then looking constructively about what you can do and what might help you to move beyond that. And that can include very practical strategies, but also working through any thoughts and feelings that you might have so that you can move past and and manage those thoughts and feelings that are accompanied with rage. Nicole, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much. That's Nicole Hyatt. She's the Executive Director of COPE. And the COPE website has plenty of resources. If you're struggling with becoming a parent, check out the links in the notes of this episode. I'm Siobhan Hunt. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please rate and review us so we can reach and help even more parents. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover, send your email to feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.